This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Thrift Savings Plan, an important part of retirement security for federal employees, has launched several new options for how to manage and take withdrawals from your account. Here with some advice for dealing with them, federal retirement expert Tammy Flanagan. And Tammy, these new options that went into effect really today are, are important, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're going to really encourage federal employees who are still working if they're over 59 and a half, and also those who have left federal service, whether they've resigned or retired, the ability to manage their TSP in retirement by leaving it there rather than having to move it uh, to an IRA or to some other place to, to have the flexibility that they have wanted. So this is going to provide that more generous flexibility and the ability to make changes more often than what was available previously. And the top one that they're offering is the option to take monthly, quarterly, or annual installment payments. Explain that for us. Right. Up until these changes took effect, when you elected a monthly payment to come out of your TSP account, that's exactly what you got, a check once a month of the same amount and you could only make a change to that dollar amount on an annual basis. So in other words, if something came up halfway through the year and you needed a chunk of your money, you really had no way to access it. Under these new options, not only can you change that from a monthly payment to just a quarterly payment or even an annual once-a-year payment, but while you're taking payments, you can also do a partial withdrawal or a lump sum Uh, distribution for anything that might come up in the interim. So it's going to give employees and retirees especially uh, much easier access to their own money. Because the uh, concomitant option is the ability to take unlimited post-separation partial withdrawals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You could only take a one-time partial distribution previously. So once you use that up, it was gone. But under the new option, uh, you'll be able to do uh, unlimited number of partial distributions as you need the money, and you can do that concurrently with taking a regular installment payment. And how does this all relate to the minimum annual distribution when you reach a certain age? That's not changing. So you're still going to be facing the IRS required minimum distributions once you're separated from federal service and over age 70 and a half. So if you are going to take the installment payment option, for instance, but yet you decide to take a small amount and that may not meet your required distribution, the TSP will make sure that you take out enough by providing a supplemental payment at the end of the year to make sure that you've met your requirement. So you'll still have to make an election to make a dis- uh, to take a distribution, but if you don't take enough out, the TSP provides a safeguard, so to speak, uh, in order to make sure that you don't get penalized for not taking that required distribution. So people with a regular 401k or an IRA, their provider may or may not offer that option, and you could get into trouble, I guess, on the tax front if you don't take the minimum? That's right. And the same thing if you have a, a personal IRA account. You have to know you know, how to manage that and how to take those distributions, which may require a little bit of strategy and, and some financial planning. So in this respect, the TSP takes some of that guesswork out of it and helps calculate that for you and make sure you meet that requirement. Plus, another way to, to make sure that you're taking out the required distribution is that they're still going to have the, the option of taking a payment based on your life expectancy. And with that option, you will get a monthly payment that will change on an annual basis, and the amount that you receive each month is going to be computed 
based on your life expectancy and those required minimum distribution installments. We're speaking with Tammy Flanagan, one of the better, I think, in the marketplace here, federal (laughs) retirement experts. And there's also the option to choose uh, between the traditional or the Roth at the same time. That that sounds like something I thought you could always do, but I guess not. Yeah. So what's changing there is that uh, we, as you know, we have the TSP traditional where you're saving on a pre-tax basis, and more recently the TSP has added the Roth option in 2012, where employees can save on an after-tax basis where the money grows tax-free, and then in retirement they can take tax-free distributions. Up until these changes took effect. When you elected, let's say you wanted to take out $1,000 a month and you had a little bit of money in the Roth and you had the majority of your money in the traditional thrift, you would get a little bit of that $1,000 out of the Roth side and you would get the rest of it out of the traditional. So now you can segregate that. You can tell the TSP, I only want these payments to come out of my traditional thrift. And then later on, you can uh, then elect the payments to come out of the Roth TSP. So you will be able to distinguish between the two under this new option. And for those unfortunate, they have a new option where you can take a hardship withdrawal, but also continue to contribute. I guess before, if you took that withdrawal, what? You couldn't add to it until you pay that back? Yeah, so what's changing there for employees who are still working, but they're suffering a severe financial hardship, as it's called. And we've seen that happen during natural disasters like Katrina and the more recent uh, hurricanes and things that have, I live in the South, so hurricanes are high on my list of natural disasters. But um, in the past, you could always do that, but they would make you wait uh, a period of time before you could begin to contribute after you've uh, taken that hardship withdrawal. Now you can still continue your contributions even though you've plucked some money out of your TSP account under that provision. So that's going to help people continue to to make their savings uh, grow and add to them while they're in the process of getting through this period of time where they're experiencing a hardship. Any other significant changes you think people need to take into account? Well, the other thing that that I've noticed that uh, may be a little bit of getting used to for folks uh, who are used to filling out forms, you know, just about everything you do in the government, you have a form, you can usually fill the form out online, and then you print it out and, you know, do what you need to do. But in the case of the new withdrawal options, all of those are going to be done on uh, the the website. So you'll access your TSP account online, and then you're going to um, fill out the form basically online. Now, at the end of that process, you'll print it out. Uh, In most cases, you may have to have the form notarized either by your spouse's signature, and even in some cases, your own signature might need notarized. So it's not going to be a seamless electronic process in every case, but you will be filling that information out online without physically holding the form in your hand until it's done. Yeah, so retirement doesn't mean you get away from computers. That's right, yeah. So I don't know what happens to folks who throw their computer away when they stop working. I hope that doesn't happen too much anymore, but I used to hear that in the past. The bigger question here is, as you plan retirement, you know what you're going to get, say your FERS soon-to-be retiree, and you'll have your annuity, you'll have Social Security to some degree, and then you've got your TSP. Does any of this affect how you should plan your withdrawals and your general income management that you anticipate after retirement? Yeah, I think what's really nice about the fact that 
the FERS employees under the Federal Employees Retirement System have these three distinct options that are administered by three different agencies, and you can actually turn those benefits on at three different times. So, for instance, someone might retire under FERS, take their government pension immediately, and maybe they're going to continue working in the private sector, so they don't necessarily have to start withdrawing from their TSP account or even taking Social Security payments yet. And then another strategy that some people have been using is that they will take larger payments from their savings and delay their Social Security payments until they're older and can take advantage of delayed credits when it comes to Social Security payments. You need to really look at these and not just say, well, that's nice that they're out there, but you really have to consider them and put them in context of your own situation. Right. And the other thing, too, is that for employees who are trying to figure out, you know, how long is my money going to last? I want to make sure I'm not taking out too much initially, and I want to look at all the different options that are available There are some tools on TSP.gov. There's a retirement income calculator, or I think they're going to call it now the installment payment calculator, so that you can get an idea if you take out a certain amount each month and based on your account balance, how long that money might last based on different um, amounts of interest rates that you might want to propose for the future. I would recommend not doing a 12% rate of return, but maybe estimate something closer to 3 or 4% just to be on the conservative side. But those tools will help people see how much they can realistically take out without running out too soon. Tammy Flanagan is Senior Benefits Director at the National Institute of Transition Planning. As always, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.